Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tracy Brown Show. Well, I know y'all are used to hearing her voice. (laughs) Well, this is her radio angel, Kim M. Suttis, and I happen to be the guest for this evening as well. So, let's see where Tracy is. Hmm, Tracy... Did you bring my chocolate cake? Oh, my God. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm late. I had to get the cake. Ah, thank you. I had to get the cake. I am so excited today because we are in a new season with a new name, and we are on the boat. We're just having a good time. We are have, we're going to have a good time tonight. I just welcome all my listeners. Um. I'm excited. Can't you tell, Kim? I am excited. I am excited to be here. I'm just excited for a brand new season because there's just so much happening and just so much going on. But before we dive into everything, I just need to do a little bit of housekeeping. Just a little bit. Just, just a tad little bit. Okay, Kim? Just a tad. Just a tad. First, okay. So that you can, just make sure that you connect with me on all social media sites. Facebook. Twitter, and then Instagram. It's simply the I am Tracy Brown. So that's the I, the letter M, and Tracy Brown. C-R-A-C-Y-B-R-O-W-N. So there's a lot going on. And then the next thing I'm going to let you know is that we got a brand new website. It's three ways you can get to it. You can simply type www.behindyourdollar.www.startup.startup. And, and finally, you know, guys, you know, you know how to do it. You can simply type www.iamtracybrown, and you will come up to the website. It's plenty of good information on there about your finances, about businesses, and that's just a little bit of housekeeping that I want to. Um, share with you, but also this season we're going to be, we kind of like change the format a little bit, didn't we? Didn't we change the format a little bit, but let me let, me let you ladies and gentlemen in. Kim is known as the radio angel. So, about the radio angel, I'm talking about Kim Southern, the radio angel.
Welcome back to the show. And once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown. I guess I was having some radio technical difficulties or something. But like I said, I'm excited because this is a new season and we got a brand new name for the show. It's simply the Tracy Brown Show. We're still engaging, educating, and empowering you to make a difference in your life. So whether that's in your business, your finances, and just trying to get a little healthy. We're making a to make a difference in your life. And I'm excited because we're doing a lot of brand new things. We changed the format of the show. So we're going to be talking about business and investing, love and money, health and wellness, and about being spiritually balanced. You know, all those entities affect your finances. When one is off your, or, or if your money's off, it affects one of those areas. So guess what? You're not going to get away from me talking about the finances. You're still going to hear about making sure that you save. You're still going to hear about that emergency plan. You're just going to hear about it, everything, because simply behind your dollar is still a little cornerstone of the Tracy Brown Show. So I am excited today because um, today's show, we're going to be talking about being single and managing your money. And if you Join me. I think I did a quick little message on Facebook. And when we talk about being single, it's simply meaning being single, you, yourself, and I, not single with kids, you know, not sing, not recently divorced, just being single. Because, see, their needs are different from someone that's married, someone that's single with kids, someone that may have, a, you know, an ex-fiancé. Just, it's just you, yourself, and I. And we have none other than the radio angel, which we, which you guys know are his Ken Southers, that's going to join us to talk about that. That's something that's near and dear to her heart. But before we jump into that subject, and I know that the radio angel is not even expecting this, I want to talk about Luke Cage because I know that she's been talking about and posting <laughs> about Luke Cage. But I see that she loves herself some Luke Cage. And for you, those of you who don't know who Luke Cage is, because I was introduced to who he was from my husband. It's a Marvel comic book. It's a person. And the show is actually pretty good. So, Kim, let, let's talk about that a little bit before we go in and dive into our subject tonight. So tell me about Luke Cage. OMG. I have become a comic book fan um, since Civil War. Civil War is the show between, the showdown between Captain America and Iron Man. And, of course, I was rooting for Iron Man with his cute self. Yes, 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 his red and gold cute self. But Marvel introduced, they teamed up with Netflix, and they're doing uh, Luke Cage, a.k.a. Uh, called Lucas is his actual quote-unquote government name until he went underground. And so the show is really good. I'm loving it. I went and got me two comic books from the 70s. One was from the 70s. One was from the 80s, 81. And what's so interesting is is that this 
there's going to be another series. I know it because once I learned that Misty, yes, mm-hmm, Detective yes. Knight is one of she's one of the um, first black female comics characters out there. So you already know I'm in tune, right? Not to right, say that you know, right. Wonder Woman is not all that great and stuff, but Wonder Woman's on DC. I'm not a DC fan. I'm a Marvel fan. That deals with um, uh, X-Men, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. That's all on DC. And DC is kind of dark because mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, I looked at it today and it was very dark. It was like putting the devil, they were trying to kill God in the whole thing. Superman is quote-unquote God, and they're trying to kill him. It's just crazy. But Luke Cage takes place right here in New York City in Harlem. Yay! Not to mention he is everything that I love, black, bald, and beautiful. Oh! Yes, yes, yes. I just had to ask you about that because I see you've been posting about it and and I watched the show and I actually enjoyed the show. I think we watched the whole season or something we did, but it was just a great show. So I really wanted to just, you know, throw that surprise on you and, and, and talk about it. But you know why we're here today. We want to talk about being single and managing your money. And and that's key, being single and manage your money, you, yourself, and I. But before we go into that, once again, guys, you know, Kim Southers, the, the PIP, the legacy girl, but she's over woman, the legacy woman, she's over, she has a company called PIP Women Rock, which simply talks about, she loves to talk about the five pipe, uh, five slices of the pie. But she talks about leaving a legacy. And then we talk about the legacy not like what you and I would think of a legacy. She kind of like breaks it down in a different way. So we're going to be going in and out, but we're going to start a little bit talking about being single and managing your money and what tips you can come away with today. So I hope that you grabbed your pen and your pad while we were on that commercial break because nothing changes about that. Remember, you always have to have a pen and a pad because we've been giving out some good information. So, Kim, you want to get started a little bit telling us about being single and managing your money? Well, definitely, definitely. First of all, I just want to thank you, uh, Tracy, because, you know, this is a passion of mine, just being, you know, because I really feel that we thank you for allowing me to be on your show to talk about this topic because I really feel that the single person that doesn't have any children are always left to the side. The information that I'll share with you today is for every single person, but I want to make sure that my singles without any children were able to hear these things as well, and I'm targeting them because when we're single, unfortunately, our thinking is not diff- our thinking is totally different from somebody who has children or even has a spouse. It's totally different because when you're a mother, you take on the responsibility of other lives. The same as when you're a spouse, you take on the responsibility of your spouse. But as a woman or a man without any children, the only responsibility they have is them. 
And it's important that you take care of you. You. Yes, that means insurance. That means emergency funds. That means power attorneys. That means health proxies. That means investments. That means getting yourself and keeping yourself out of debt. That means looking towards the future of you. Of yes. you. What, what's going to happen with you in the future? So the first thing I like to talk about is insurance. The reason why someone who has a child or has a spouse buys insurance is to replace the income that will be lost for the family. However, as a single person with no children, we don't buy insurance for that. We buy insurance, I know this is going to say kind of sound weird, but we use insurance as an investment tool. We use it as an investment tool. So here's an example. So you're 23 or maybe even 30 and you buy a half a million dollar policy. Or maybe you even buy $150,000 in a policy. Ten years from that, I'm 23 years old, so by the time I'm 30, hey, by the time, and if I'm 30, hey, maybe by the time I'm 40, I decide I want to start doing some investing. Doesn't matter whether it's in stocks, what doesn't matter whether it's in real estate or some other type of adventure. You can now go back to your whole life policy. Notice I said whole life policy and borrow against it. And borrow against it. You cannot do that with term insurance. You can only do that with whole life insurance. So that's why a single person buys insurance. And that's why I'm recommending that, especially our younger single people, you know, in their 20s, anywhere from 20 to 35 years old, you know, at that, that range to make sure that they buy a large policy because, again, it's about you. It's about you. Cause so when you die, this is the whole thing. If you choose not to go back and put the money back there, it just means that the beneficiary that you put in there will get less of the policy of what you have what you have borrowed against. So it's not like, oh, my goodness, my gracious, I can't. Mm-mm. I say do it. People do it all the time. People do it all the time. So that's one part of insurance. The other thing is that you need to get disability insurance. Why? Because it's you, you, oh, yeah, and you. So if you stop working, guess what happens? You don't have a spouse to to rely on. You don't have child support or Social Security that your children are getting to rely on. So this insurance helps you to put stuff in place in the event that you now have to go on disability. So you don't think about that. So those who work for the city and the state and they come around, like MCU comes around and stuff like that, and they ask you about disability insurance or you want to get in, and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not interested. No, yes, as a single person with no children, yes, you're very much interested in it. Okay? You're very much interested in it. Aflac, yeah, you know those guys? Aflac, yeah, you need to contact them because anything can happen to you. Yes, my dear. What's so good about it? What's so good about it is not to cut you off. It's simply that this is October, and this is a time where a lot of 
health care, it's time to re-up, redo your benefits. So now is the time to get that disability insurance if you don't have it. Many of us don't get it because guess what? We think nothing's never going to happen to us. Your job may offer an insurance policy. Look into it. Take advantage of mm-hmm. it. Take Absolutely. advantage of those things. This is the month that you can do it. This is October. It's open enrollment for many of us. Absolutely. And the other insurance I want to talk about is called long-term insurance. So all those who don't have children and those who do have children, because sometimes your children, they don't come back to get you. But if you don't have any children, you're single, you need long-term insurance because who's going to come and take care of you? Who's going to take care of you? So you have to have that money set up, the insurance set up, to do exactly that so that when the time comes and you need to have services, you now can have services. It's all about planning for your future. I know how hard it is sometimes to think about, you know, you're in your 30s, you're in your 20s, you're in your 40s, and just to start thinking that, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to die or maybe I might get sick or It's hard to think about those things. It's hard to, but it's important that you start thinking about them. And think about them before this year goes out. That's what I need you to really do because as we go into the next year, we need to make sure that we put these things into place. So the first thing we talked about was life insurance. The second thing was disability insurance. And the third thing was long-term insurance. Start looking into those things. The second thing I want to talk about is a health proxy. Now, when you're married, you know, and you or you have children, these guys somewhat become automatically your proxies, depending on the state that you're in. They automatically become your proxies. However, who's your proxy as a single person with no children? It's important that you get a health proxy. You see, the thing is, is that when you're in a state uh, and your health is, is, is deteriorating for those who have diabetes, for those who have asthma, for those who have cancer, for those who have different diseases that are real diseases. You know what I'm saying? Like real diseases that take you out. You need a health proxy. That means you need to sit down with somebody and say, hey, Tracy, you know, I, I want to put my health proxy together. I'd like for you to be my proxy. That means you now have to have a conversation with that person because it's not about what they want. It's about what you want. It's about what you need. So a health proxy is so key. I mean, when I say key, it is key for you to have one because uh, you laying in the hospital bed, you don't know what to say. You can't talk. So you need somebody to talk to you. So the other thing I want to talk to, talk about is a power of attorney. A power of attorney. You're in a state where you can't make the decisions that you need to make the decisions about. You need a power of attorney. Simple as that. I would personally recommend that the health proxy and the power of attorney are the same person, are the same person. That way you don't have to have two, three, and four different conversations. Bottom line. So make That's sure true. you get a, a power attorney in place. 
and they can be in control of a whole bunch of different things. There's there's a I know at the bank they had a um they have a whole list of different things. Everything from your money in the bank to your taxes to your retirement fund to a whole bunch of different things. So make sure that you do this. For those who are listening that are married and for those who are listening that have children, it's important that you have these things in place too. So if your child is your health proxy, you need to have a conversation with that child. If that child is a power of attorney, you need to have that conversation with your child. And this is my personal opinion. I think that you need to do these things now, not when you're falling out or doing whatever. Do them now. It doesn't mean that you now hand over your power of attorney to your child or you hand it over to the person who's going to be watching over you and taking care of your situation. No, it means that you get yourself a safe deposit box, you put it in there. It means that you get yourself a fireproof safe and put these documents in there, these documents in there. So, And, you know, that's so unique and, and interesting that you say that because so many of us, we don't have anything in place. And we don't know if we walk out the door tomorrow, if we're going to come back, whether we get sick, whether we fall out. And these are all things that we need to have in place, which brings me up to this other point. You know, while we've been, you know, doing a new show and everything, I've actually been working on a financial journal. And as you spoke about that, that's a part of that financial journal. So I can't wait to get it into everyone's hands. But guess what? We're going to go to a break and we'll be right back to talk some more about being single and managing your money. Tracy Brown show and that's right it's me your girl Tracy Brown and I am excited because we have none other than the radio angel on the show today Kim Southers and she's been talking about the importance of making sure that you have a health proxy making sure that you put your affairs in order making sure that you have the right type of insurance policy 
set in place and how we should look at insurance policies as being a part of an, in, as an investment. But the key thing about when you're single, you have plenty of time to not only spend your money but to earn your money because guess what? You have no one to go home to, and not, but, but you just have time to build your capital, to build the things that you need to do to make sure that you're able to do the things that you want to do, live the life that you want to live because you have all that free time now to earn and to spend your money. And, you know, and, and you may be listening to me, and you was like, man, she's kind of cruel. I want to be married. But it's a, different, it's a different story because you take on responsibilities. Right now, all you are responsible is for you. So it's important that you make sure that you manage your finances too. That That's the key thing. Make sure that you manage your finances because seeing – Managing your finances meaning that you're controlling your spending and you're making sure that you have a budget. But it also means Kim has some other things that are mean. And I just just take a listen there. Okay, Kim. Um, it's so key that everybody actually manages their money and stop running to the Joneses. Just because you're single doesn't necessarily mean that you need to run out and buy the latest Lexus or the latest fur coat. And don't get me wrong. You should have those things. You should always get what you want, but you should always think about the future. Because as single people with no children, what ends up happening is we get to a point that we didn't you know, like, like Tracy said, we have all this time, we spend all this money, we buy all these computers, we buy all these cars, we buy all these different things. And then what ends up happening is by the time you turn 50, you're like, OMG, I don't have no money. You're like, OMG. So now you're rushing to save up the money, but if you have saved it, even if you saved $100 a month, that's good. You know what I'm saying? And put it somewhere where you know it's going to work for you. Tracy and I, a couple of weeks ago, um, we, well, over the summer as well as September, because we did it in August and September, we did something about your money making, mere money making money while you sleep. And we, she talked about stocks, mutual funds, bonds, and other other areas where you could put your money in to work for you. And I talked about real estate. And these are areas that you can put your money into. I want you to be disciplined. That's the whole catch, discipline. Because the next topic that I want to talk about is savings. But you've got to be disciplined. Okay, so you're not disciplined. I'm going to raise my hand on that one. Yes, I'm not disciplined. But what I do and this is what I'm going to suggest to each and every one of you to do, is, one, sit down with a planner from your bank, a financial planner from your bank. That's first and foremost. To kind of talk about what the different areas are out there that you can save, the different vehicles that you can save. But the one place, the one way I know that you can save instantly is creating an account that you don't have access to. What does that look Yay. like? Okay. For all of you guys who work for the city and state um, throughout the United States, there's these things called credit unions. It doesn't make a difference where you work um, unless you're working in the private sector. Um, but if you're working in the public sector, there's these things called credit unions. I love credit unions. 
And what they do is they have all these different accounts that you can open up, like vacation accounts, like holiday accounts. So, hey, I'm going to tell you a secret. Uh, Tracy had this whole 52-week challenge thing. I couldn't yeah. do it. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. She asked me about it the last. I thought, girl, I ain't doing that thing. So what I did do was I went to my credit union and I said, hey, listen, I want you to take $200 um, and put it in my holiday account. And I want you to put $50 in my vacation account, which I actually bumped it up to $100. So I go to work just so that I could put money in these accounts. But <laughs> But what ends up happening is because it's in an account, what happens is is that I only have one time to to like if I have an emergency like this year I went to Italy, and so Italy by me saving the money it gave me my spending money plus additional monies that I needed to use in order to make sure that my aunt was taken care of while I was gone. But I could not have done that on my own. I'm just gonna raise my hand and say I'm not that daggone disciplined. But knowing that I have these accounts and these monies that's going in there makes me a saver instantly, makes me a saver. But the other thing is is that my money have a gold. My money has a gold. So now that I've already did the vacation club, I mean the holiday club, so they're about to release the money in November, and it's only going to be like $1,000 because I've already used up like all the money. Um, what I do is with that money, I take that money and I'll put it in my vacation account because my vacation account is not for me to go on vacation. My vacation account is because I'm going to bear some tax liens in May and I need to have $5,000. And from me putting that money in there and me having them put $150 in there, like I sat down and said, how much money do I need to have each month by the time I want to buy my tax sale, my tax sale lien. And I said, okay, I could do it. I can get half there, and I'll save the other half through the business. So I'm going to tell you, do holiday accounts, do vacation accounts. Put some, um, put a destination on it. Like mine has a purpose. Mine's is for my tax lien. That's the purpose. Because all I'm going to do is take the money out of there, stick it over here, and generate more money. So that's the first thing. And if that's the way you can actually go into saving for your emergency fund. Tracy loves to talk about having an emergency fund. And I'm going to back I'm going to um, back her up on that, and I'm going to co-sign with her. You should always have $1,000 somewhere, somehow, that you can reach for. And I don't mean on your credit card. I don't mean on your credit card. I mean like cash money, that if something happened and you needed to grab the money, $1,000. You sit back and you say, Kim, $1,000 is a lot for me to save. Let me tell you something. I read a book one time, and I wish I could find that book again. It says, saving comes before the, the milk for the baby. Wow, before the milk for the baby. I thought that was crazy, but I loved it, and I thought the theory worked. So it's important. That means if you have to start with $25 every pay period, notice I said pay period. I didn't say a month. 
No, because that's not how we roll here. Every pay period, you put $25 aside, you put it in that account. Get yourself a holiday account. Get yourself a, a vacation account. Get yourself an account that's online, online banking. That takes the money out of your paycheck, or you can transfer the money into your paycheck. But I think that you guys need to do direct deposit and make sure that $25 goes into an account that doesn't have a card. You know, I don't know if they still do um, uh, bank books. I don't know if they still do that, but if they do, get yourself a bank book. Or get yourself a card that you can't um, go to the store and use, one with the visa sign and stuff. No, mm-mm. Well, you have just to go to the bank. Sure. Yes, just don't get a card. Yes, but the state just don't but, get a card. But, but the question is, is the bank they're going to go to? Do they issue cards or do they issue books? Because that's the other thing. I don't know. Like dime savings, I would think still have books. Apple would still have books. Um, but those are two New York banks. Those are two right. New York banks. Dime might be national, but Apple is definitely a New York bank. But do that. Do that. I mean, the one thing I would tell you, and I know this sounds really crazy, but when you get your emergency fund, right, I know this is this, the banks are against this totally, and I'm going to tell you the banks are against this. But I say put your put your emergency fund in your safe deposit box, cash money. That's just me. The banks are against you putting money, cash money in those things, but I personally believe that there needs to be money in a safe deposit box. But that's just me. That was my sidebar for that one. So what are we talking about with the savings? We're talking about creating accounts that we cannot get to that allows us to save our money. I need everybody to make sure that every every dime that you get has a purpose. There should not be so much money that you have that you can't you don't understand what you're doing with it. If you're gonna pay yeah. your debt off, pay your debt off. If you're gonna save for this save Every dime that you have needs to have a purpose to it. Every dime that you have needs to have a purpose to it. You need to be saving $25 every pay period. I would prefer you to do $50 every pay period, but for some people, that's a lot. $25, let me tell you something. Don't go to Starbucks. Don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. Don't go to uh, McDonald's. Don't eat out of lunch. Don't eat. Don't eat in the street for two weeks. And the money that you were going to do with that, put that money in a jar and put it in the bank. Right now, and, and I'm going to challenge. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, Kim. Go ahead, because I was going to also give him a challenge. So let me hear your challenge. Well, I'm on a challenge right now, and this might not be a challenge that works for everybody, but it really works for me. And every time I get a $5 bill, you're supposed to save it. You're supposed to take it and put it in a jar. So what I do is I see a $5 bill every day. So I take a $5 bill and I put it in my little uh, my little milk jar over here. Boop, boop, every time I get $5 bills. So when I get $5 bills, all of a sudden I get, I get so excited. 
because I know that it's going in my jar. What ends up happening is that's money in your house. So let's say, for instance, that purpose, the money for that is the purpose is emergency fund. Because, you know, sometimes something happens and you're in a house and so on and so forth, you need to always have an extra 50 to to $100 in the house. I'm sorry, you just need to. And that's my little emergency fund. So that was a challenge that I picked up, $5, put $5 away every day. So that's my challenge. I've been doing good, too. That's now, what a, were you saying, Tracy? I guess that's an excellent challenge. But my thing is simply this. A lot of times when we're single, not even when we're single, just individuals, that how, how do, do you know where you are spending your money how are you spending your money? Because you said that your money should have a purpose. And the only way it can have a purpose is if you first realize where you're spending your money to. See, and the way that you can do that is simply just take out maybe let's say $100 for for a week or so till you get paid and, and figure out how you're spending your money. It will show you how you're spending your money, where you're spending your money at that you don't need to spend your money. Maybe you are going to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts every day, but you don't have an emergency fund. And you know how I am about the emergency fund. We all need one. You at least need a thousand dollars. Kim said a thousand dollars. You at least need a thousand dollars that is readily available to you. And and getting it off of the credit cards is not a good thing because guess what? You pay interest on that money. And if you do a Absolutely. cash withdrawal, you pull you pay more interest on that money. So the key is if you participated in the the fifty two week challenge, one was a thirteen eighty two and one was five thousand dollars, guess what? You have already started an emergency fund. You've already started it. Right. You don't have to take right. half take half of the money that you have and set it aside for your emergency because it's important that you have an emergency because here goes. If if your goal is to have ten thousand dollars saved up and Let's say um, I came to you and I said, you know what, I need to borrow $500. But you've only saved up $9,999.99, and your goal is 10000 Guess what? You don't have $500 to loan me. You don't have any money to loan me until you reach your goal. Because, see, the key about loaning money out, especially when you're single, you may not get it back. So oh. never the, the, tip, the tip here is... Don't loan out any money that you can't afford not to get back because we know people get funny when it comes to money. Think about it. When you're young, people, you loan money out, you don't get it back. When you're older, you loan money out, you don't get it back. You, you just, you, you, so, so if you cannot afford, if it's not over your allotted amount that you have, then you have no money to loan. Sorry, boo, I can't loan you any money. You're single. Even with your marriage, you got to ask your, your mate. You just can't be loaning y'all money out. Even if you got that secret account, it's still y'all money. And here's another thing. And this is just <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Is- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say when you marry the you secret, have account. secret account? It's still but, our yeah, account. Know, those of us, yeah, yeah, those of us that know that that married, we all, you know, we got his and ours, and then we, you know, we got. He got his, I got mine, and we got ours. That little secret money we keep over there just for a rainy day. Now, we should not be doing that, but, you know, hey, it's life and it does happen. But even on those secret accounts, if you have any, and even on your regular account, make sure that you have beneficiaries on this. This is a whole nother subject because that money, 
If there's no beneficiary yep. on it and there's no will and there's no directive, there's no nothing, it goes to the state. So make sure that you take the time to line your money up. You got beneficiaries on there. You know everything. We're talking about being single, but this is also for the married folks. You need to have your stuff in order. You got to have it in order. But especially if you're single and it's just you, 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 me, it's just you. It's just you. Make sure you have your stuff in order. Make sure you take advantage of what Kim said, that, that you have a health director, you have, a, a, you have the proper person that you trust that, that knows your best interest, and not only this, that knows about you. Because I don't want to have anybody, you know, talking to the doctor on my behalf because I can't talk and they don't really know about me. So you got to educate the person that you're putting down there on that sheet of paper about your allergies, about things that they need to know about when you can't talk about because you're sick. We don't think about those things, but it's called but life you have and to life be able, But you have to be we have, able to trust. You have to be able have to, to trust the person. So that's the other key to making sure that you trust them. And I think most of us, let me say most of us, have that one person mm-hmm. that we can trust. We may not even mm-hmm. be speaking right now because we're having some issues, but you got that one person that you say, you know what, if that person got sick or something happened to them, I'm going to be right there for them. I'm going to be right there for them and you for them because life happens and we need to prepare for life. See, we're talking about being single and managing your money, but it's a lot more than that. So guess what? We're going to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, and I am your host, Tracy Brown, and you've joined me here on the Tracy Brown Show on Release the Word Network, and today we're talking about being single and managing your money, but you know, we can't get off the line without talking about debt, because a lot of times when we're single, because it's just you, we tend to overspend, we we tend to get into debt, so we're going to talk a little bit about debt. So my radio angel is going to bring it to you, and she's going to tell you exactly what you need to do to get out of debt and make sure that you're not in debt. Radio angel? 
Well, what you're going to do is cut those God doggone cards up. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> but let's, you know, that's the that's the reality of it. But what I need you to do is really look at your debt, like really look at your debt. I mean, seriously, look at your debt. You're saying to me, Kim, it's, in, it's, it's hard for me to buy life insurance, long-term insurance, disability insurance. It's hard for me to do those things. Why is it hard? Because you decided that you wanted to have red bottoms or you decided that you wanted an Armani suit. Okay. And so you put it on your credit card. Hmm. Let's talk about that. You need to, like I said earlier, every dime you have need to have a purpose on it. And if you got money that don't look like it's got a purpose on it, then the, the it automatically goes to savings. That's the purpose of it. So what I need you to do is just take a look at your credit cards, take a look at your debt, look and see what's, what's going on with it, and start paying it down. Listen, if you're out of control, you don't know how to do it, I'm going to be real. Back in 2011, I was in the hole majorly. I mean, to the point that I lost all my American Express cards. I had to go into something called debt management. And I went to debt management and I had to sacrifice and pay out a certain amount of money each month. I had no credit cards. And everybody who knows me know I still was doing conferences. I still was doing events. I still was doing all these things, and I still didn't have any credit cards because I was able to manage my money better once the credit cards were taken away. And so, God be the glory, here it is, 2016. I now have my cards back. I now have my American Express back with a much larger limit than I had before. But it's important that I keep an eye on my limits and just make sure that I'm not overdoing it with my credit cards. I throw them up in the counter, in the box, like y'all know where the counter is, in the box. And when I need to bring them out, I bring them out. Unfortunately, I do walk outside with at least one credit card, only because I have my aunt and anything can happen and anything whatever. But the thing is, is that I need you guys to pay down your debt. Make make it make it a priority to pay down your debt. And once you pay down your debt, yay, if you got rid of one credit card, they this is what they say. If you got rid of one credit card and whatever amount of money that you were spending on that card, you put it on the next card. I'm going to say Whatever money that you were spending on that card, you stick it into savings. That's just my personal opinion. Especially those who, you know, you have your student loans. That's the one thing you can't get away from is your student loan. Pay the bare minimum because at the end of the day, who cares? The student loan is always going to be there. This is this is just me personally speaking because my student loan was the last thing I paid off because I'm like, it's going to be there forever. So what the heck? I just paid it off. But when I had finished paying off certain cards and certain stuff, I made that, I took that money, I put it in savings. I took, because the student loan's always going to be there, so I'm going to always going to pay it. But for those who are in jobs uh, that are working with the schools and stuff like that, you guys need to look for loan forgiveness. Y'all need to look for loan forgiveness programs and see if y'all actually qualify for them because that's a wonderful way to get your student loan debt down. But for regular credit card debt, start paying them down. 
Make it make it a part of your regimen every single month to pay these guys down. And don't go if it's if the minimum is thirty dollars, put forty dollars. Put fifty dollars. Whatever you can afford to put that's extra. Put the extra on the little card or whatever card that you're gonna start with. Because that's what I did. I started with my little card. My little card was Chase. I knocked Chase out. Then my little card was um American Express. Not American Express. Um, Bank of America, I cut it down. And then I went to City because City was the biggest one. City was like almost 30 grand on its own. Everybody else was like, hi, little people, but that one was the largest one. The other thing is call your banks up, call up your credit card companies, and see if they can reduce your fees. Look if they can reduce, not your fees, your interest rate. Your interest rate. You can do this. You can request this once a month. You have credit cards like Best Buy. Best Buy is one of, um, this is just my personal opinion, it's just one of the worst cards uh, because they don't they don't say, okay, we'll negotiate with you and bring your, um, bring your interest rate down. They say, listen, your interest rate is 25.95. And the reason why is that because we give you 18 months with no interest to buy your appliances. I'm like, I hear you, but that doesn't work for me. So let's try and get your rates down on your cards. Let's try and get your rates down on your cards. The other thing is make sure you get your credit report. You can get your credit report free every year. So it's going to be on the Behind Your Dollar uh, fan page as well as the Tracy Tracy Brown show. I was going to say Tracy C. Brown. You know, I like that C in there. Yeah. So, it is so good to hear. It is so good to hear you say all of that because those are all the things that I talk about when I'm talking about making sure that you put yourself in a good financial you first have to make sure that you get your credit report because that's when you tell what kind of financial spending you have because there may be things on your credit report that you're not even aware of, and you won't be aware right. until you try to go purchase a car or you try to go make that big purchase of a home. But here's the other thing. See, for those of us that are in business, until you begin to establish your business credit, your credit matters. So I hear what Kim right. saying about the student loans, but you need to make sure that you pay all your bills. And she did give you one good point. Pay more than the minimum. When you have a credit card, let's say that it's $1,200, it should always be 50%. You, you shouldn't spend over 50%. So that means that you should not spend over $600. You shouldn't spend over $600 because you don't want to be all the way at the end and be credit heavy, which means you don't spend all your money, you're maxed out every credit card to the max. And you robbing Peter, you try to pay Paul, and you forgot about Mary Jane and Sue. So nobody's, everybody's getting a little of something, and you seem to be not getting anywhere when it comes to paying down your debt. Know what your debt is. Know what your limitations are. And don't, don't live beyond them. Don't, don't live beyond them. You don't have to. And then once you pay your credit cards off, make sure if you have to use that credit card that you're able to pay it off the next month. That's how I work. I pretend it's American Express. So if I can't afford to pay it off the next month, I don't get it. 
don't go to Macy's and shop. I don't go to Target and shop. I don't go to Best Buy and shop. I don't do that. I don't do that. But here's something else. Capital One is one bank or one card that I know that would negotiate with you with your interest rate. So if you have a Capital One card and your interest rate is crazy because your credit's not right and you're starting to get your stuff together, then you need to go back to the Capital One and ask them, you know, hey, can we negotiate on my interest rate? Because who wants to pay all that interest rate? Who wants to do that? Once you start to change your money mindset, then you will begin to look at money differently, whether you're single, married, divorced, whatever the situation is. You have to change your money mindset. Your money should be working for you, not you working for your money. Come on. Your money should be working for you and not you working for your money. Your money should have a purpose, as my radio angel told you. Your money needs to have a purpose, whether it's to get you out of debt, whether it's to help you save, whether it's to help you do some investing, whether it's to help you start your business. Your money needs to have a purpose. Every cent, from the one cent to the $1,000 bill, it needs to have a purpose. It needs to have a purpose. So I'm excited about the show today, and, you know, I just want to go just just a little tad step further because we, we have an awesome year planned for everyone. Like next week, we're going to be talking about the keys to position, and we'll have the lady quarterback rush on the show. And then we're going to be blessed with having um, Prophetess Stacy Cox on the show. She's going to be talking about being the the gatekeeper, gate gatekeeper in the mark, marketplace gatekeeper. I have the name wrong, but. I'll let you know next week. And then finally we have for this month, we're going to have Ann Cozy on, and we're going to be talking about health and wellness. We're going to be talking about making the right choices. So I ask that everyone that's on the line today to make sure that you connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter, and simply it's I, the letter M, Tracy Brown, all three, simple and easy. And guess what? We're going to go to this Last commercial break, and we'll be right back to take some questions. So once again, I'm your girl, Tracy Brown, and you're on the Tracy Brown Show. Wait, wait, wait. I wanted to say something before we went to commercial break. Oh, no, no, you didn't. Okay, Kim, go ahead. Then we're going to commercial break. Okay, so I want to tell you guys, some of you may know about this and some of you may not know about this. Do you know what a susu is? Tracy? I don't. I don't. What is it? Okay. So a susu is considered, quote, unquote, the black man's savings account. And so what mm-hmm. that basically means is that a group of people, and I, and I put this out here because when I really learned how to start saving, it wasn't because I had this, I knew anything about banks or anything like that, but what it was about was, I went to a susu. I went to the susu people, and they helped me to save my money. Basically, a susu is when you come up with a group of people. This is usually done by Caribbeans, and what happens is like 20 of us, and we put our money in each week or every two weeks or however they have it set up, and one person gets a hand each week. Oh, we call it something different. Okay, go ahead. Right. So, because I'm Caribbean, so we call it the susu. So, you know, other people call it stuff. But I put it out there because sometimes you're not disciplined to 
walk to the bank with your money. You're not disciplined to do this. You're not disciplined to do that. But I'm going to guarantee you this. I guarantee you that if you had somebody on your back each week to get that money, guess what you're going to do? You are going to go there and you're going to get that money. You're going to get that money to them, right? Mm-hmm. So you do things that can help you until you can get to the point that you need to be. Got me? Gotcha. Excellent. All right, now. Now we can go to a So guess what? Break. We're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Tracy Brown Show, and that's right, it's me, the lovely host, Tracy Brown, and I am excited because this is our first show of the new season, and I hope that you have been able to take plenty of notes because we've been talking about being single and managing your money, being single and managing your money. So so some of the things that we talked about are certain things I just want to remind you of, just a few little tips that... You should put any put any of your payments on auto pay. Now, that's if you really keep up. You got to really be good with your budgeting if you decide to use auto pay. That's only when you, you know, if you decide to use auto pay, then you really need to be at a good place with your budget. You really need to know how your money's coming in and how your money's going out. And also, just be remindful as we keep talking about that you need to make sure that you have insurance policies lined up like I said this is the open 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 enrollment season for your health care and also uh-huh. if you needed to be in um you wanted to um get on one of those 401k plans or retirement plan October uh-huh. and many I think throughout the United States is like open enrollment season so I encourage you to go out and to make sure that you check over your benefits you look at them uh-huh. you make sure that each, each thing you have have a beneficiary to it, that each thing that you have that you're using the right amount, a lot of times, as for me being married, a lot of times um, when you 
I enrolled in a flexible spending plan. And let me tell you, I be scrambling at the end of the time trying to make sure that I spend my money. So you got to make sure that you evaluate plans such as that because if you're not one that goes to the doctor a lot, then putting mm-hmm. a large sum away is not a good idea. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a good idea because if you don't get a chance to spend it because there's a time limit to it, then it's not a good idea. I'd rather know that I'm going to spend it all and not lose it. So that's just the key when you know when you begin to look at your benefits and different things like that. But I think that we're going to open up the lines for one or two questions before we end our first show of the new season. So if there's anyone out there that has some questions, now is the time. I really enjoyed well, the um, show today, Kim, Radio I Angel. Just, so you have something else I, to say? I just um, just want to really encourage everybody to take the time out and really, really go over just, you know, just reiterating what you said about going over your different plans. Um, if you have term insurance, understand what the term insurance is. Know that you cannot borrow on term, but that you can borrow on whole life. Um, understanding, you know, what's the benefits of long-term insurance, disability insurance, sitting down and talking to your loved ones, um, someone that you trust to become your health proxy as well as your power attorney and just start saving just start saving $25 a pay period just just save it you know if you have a pension and you can increase your pension every quarter increase your pension by 5% guess what you will not even feel it so do vacation um clubs do holiday clubs do susus if you have to but come up with your emergency money, and we're going to ask that you come up with $1,000 of emergency money. Um, and then also Money that you visit, can put your hand on. Mm-hmm. Right. And also visit, also visit um, BehindYourDollar.com. Please visit there because there's a lot of helpful uh, articles that are there. There's an article that talks about seven easy steps to actually pay down your debt. There's so many different resources there. So we do encourage you to actually go there and pick up some different things. I'm sure that uh, there's some recordings there that you can listen to and different things like that that will help you no matter what your status is, whether you're married with children or without children or you're um, not married without children. So, and it's not, it's, it's for everybody. So I just want to put that out there. Well, we thank you, Kim, because there are a lot of information. It is a lot of information on the website. We talk about a lot. You can even post a question on the page or simply email It is no problem. You can email us. All the information is posted on the Facebook page behind the dollar where you can email us your questions. definitely get back with you. But it's important that we take control of our finances. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.